welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer, and I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand. I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies, and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting. I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy and strong to carry out your life, okay? (laughs) On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times, We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more. All the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hey, beautiful friends. All right. Are you ready to be healthier and happier? (laughs) Because I think that you, you are ready. If you clicked on this episode, I'm super excited about this. I had a lot of fun just making the outline for this podcast and was like, oh my goodness, that's cool. Oh my goodness. That's really cool. So, um, today we're going to talk about what foods you can eat to literally make yourself happier, to get yourself in a better mood. And I think this is such a fun way to talk about. And we've talked, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast previously, the fact that we are whole people, that we are, you cannot isolate your mental health from your physical health, from your spiritual health, all these things. And I know it's kind of recent, maybe back, I don't know, in June or July, where I talked about, you know, sometimes you really just need to like take a nap, drink some water, have some protein. Like you might not be battling moral evils. You might actually have like actual human like the human condition here, (laughs) you just need to address. And suddenly you're not so short tempered or you're not so impatient. And I'm not downplaying how we obviously need to rely on grace and how we need to pursue virtue and all of that. Like we need to be able to be a patient person despite being hungry and despite, you know, being tired and whatever, because we can't just, you know, as a mom of a newborn be like, well, I'm just going to be mad and short with everybody today because I didn't sleep well. Like No, we can't always just solve these things right away. But the more we know, the more we can set ourselves up for success and try to kind of, you know, help ourselves to be as healthy as we can in all the departments, like make it easier on ourselves to choose the good, to be happy, to be joyful. Um, You know, it's, we're not all going to talk about screens or anything like that, but it's like, if we were like, you know, go watch eight hours of TV shows in a row and then go try to feel energetic and, you know, be cheerful to people and stuff. When usually how we're going to feel after watching eight hours of TV is lethargic and lazy and probably a little bit anxious and, and depressed. Like, I don't know if that all happens right away, but still like we're not setting ourselves up for 
being the the best and most energetic version of ourselves. So today we're going to talk about how we can set ourselves up for being the best, most cheerful version of ourselves. So I have one, two, three hormones that we're going to talk about. I'll give you a quick description of what they are according to different websites and then share the foods that contain these hormones so we can, you know, get them. (laughs) All right. So first we're going to start with serotonin. So this is according to healthline.com. Serotonin is linked to mood regulation and is a key factor in overall mental health. Low levels of serotonin can cause depression, anxiety, insomnia, and other mental health conditions. Again, I'm not talking all about other factors today that also contribute to mental health conditions or the way we feel or anything that like that. I'm purely talking about foods here because that's obviously a big conversation that can go a lot of ways, but just foods. So foods that can boost serotonin, because again, we want to be high in it. So we don't have any of those inclinations or feelings. Foods that are high in serotonin are number one, eggs. And it said specifically the yolks of eggs. That's where it is. So egg whites does not count here. It's got to be the whole egg, cheese, pineapples, salmon, nuts and seeds, and turkey. All those are delicious. Um, (laughs) This just made me want to go. I have not had pineapple in a while and reading that. I'm like, Ooh, that sounds good. Like pregnant girl reading off a list of food. So those are all, this is definitely one. I should make a cheat sheet on this at the time of recording. I've not done that yet. Um, Maybe I'll send out to my email list if I can get to doing that. If not, I have podcast transcriptions on my website, healthycatholicmoms.com under podcasts, and you can kind of cruise through the transcriptions to jot these down if you're driving or something and you want to know. So serotonin again is going to help you be in a better mood because it's going to low serotonin would be the opposite, make you feel anxious, depressed, whatnot. So real quickly, again, those foods are eggs, cheese, pineapples, salmon, nuts and seeds, and turkey. So if you are working out. You can do a notes app on your phone. If you're driving, don't write it down. <laughs> Just if anything, email me later. Cause I have this list at least typed up already before I record. All right. Endorphins. So we talk about endorphins a lot, usually in conjunction with working out because we know that we get them through working out. That's back to legally blonde for those who have seen it. Exercise give you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. (laughs) That was part of her argument. Uh, Anyways, according to bearblends.com, endorphins are the chemicals that make you naturally and ecstatically happy. They're most, uh, you might want to not listen to this next sentence with kids in the car or around you. You might just want to skip me 30 seconds. They are most commonly released in your brain after exercise, while eating delicious foods, laughing, or during slash after sex. Again, according to bearblends.com, I did not write this list, but those are the times that you are most likely to get endorphins. So listen to that again if you need to. Skip ahead if you need to. (laughs) Uh, Seriously, natural ways to get endorphins. Um, They are what they are, peptide hormones that are produced by the central nervous system. So foods to boost this, if you're not looking for those other natural ways, you could look at it through foods. This, I did not know until I read this article. I really thought, you know, the other, um, more physical methods were the primary, like I knew laughing, I knew exercise. I did not know this part about, you know, eating these specific foods. So cacao, which is different than cocoa powder cacao. Um, you're usually going to find more in like the natural section of your grocery store, cacao powder, rock cacao, 
That's a food to boost endorphins. Spicy foods are, this is interesting why, because of the, I don't know if I'm saying it right, capacin, which makes your brain think it's in pain. And then your brain releases endorphins and dopamine. So you literally are making yourself think you're in pain by having like cayenne or whatever spicy foods, but then your brain releases these hormones to compensate. So kind of funny. Um, rhodiola is a big one in the, like, um, I think it's a mushroom or it's at least in mushrooms. I've heard of it before with what is that huge brand? Uh, lion's mane is not the brand. That's another supplement kind of thing. What is it for Sigmatic? Okay. I know it does a lot with mushroom based supplements and I've heard of rhodiola through them. Some of you might be more well-versed in what it is, but it is a nootropic and adaptogen that apparently has endorphins as well, or promotes endorphins. Two more under endorphins are ginseng, which we sometimes see actually in uh, kind of diet things. I've seen that in different teas that are supposed to promote fat loss, ginseng and vanilla bean. Okay. Uh, last one, and that's not an artificial <laughs> vanilla flavor, that's vanilla bean. Okay. Last hormone we're going to talk about is dopamine. Now, according to verywellmind.com, dopamine is a chemical messenger in your brain that governs motivation, movement, memory, mood, sleep, and behavior regulation. Wow. Okay. It is central to the brain's reward system. It rewards you whenever you engage in a beneficial behavior and it motivates you to repeat the behavior. Very interesting. So if you get a, like, I've, you know, you've probably heard this before, you'll get a dopamine hit from doing something hopefully good. And then it promotes you to want to do that again. So you get that dopamine hit. I think this can also work the other way. We get a dopamine hit from like, um, I've heard this in terms of social media, like that, if you get a like on a photo, you get a dopamine hit and it kind of trains us to then want more likes and that kind of thing. But again, we're just going to look at the foods in a second, but it does say too, this is again, verywellmind.com that low dopamine symptoms look like low libido, muscle stiffness, insomnia, lack of motivation, fatigue, inattention, apathy, and listlessness. Now, I'm going to say again what I said at the beginning of the episode. It's not like we can just chalk all these things up to like, oh, I know why I'm so unmotivated and, you know, apathetic toward life. It's because I wasn't eating these foods. No, almonds are not going to cure your problems. However, we can make it a lot easier on ourselves to choose the good, to want to do the good, to be active, to be healthy, to be taking in good foods. If we're doing these things like get these foods in your life, get the screens out of your life or limited in your life, like get out in nature. There's steps we can take that are going to promote excitement and joy and activity, the opposite of apathy and, you know, being unmotivated. So dopamine is made from the amino acid tyrosine and is found in protein rich foods. So good news, because I talk about eating high protein all the time, that all of these are going to get you protein and they're going to get you dopamine. So double whammy. Now the list here of foods that boost dopamine are almonds, eggs, fish, chicken, yogurt, and kefir. Now I noticed last two on there and then kind of did a deep dive down that, that apparently like fermented foods are supposed to be higher in dopamine, which is why yogurt and kefir are, are on there. I've also shared about foods to um, boost your gut health. That was a long time ago in a previous episode. You could scroll back for that one. So fermented foods definitely are another like big double bang for your buck. Um, the takeaway from this episode, in my opinion, is to focus on 
the good. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago, like focus on the positives, not the negative. Focus on the good, eating the good. And not only are you going to crowd out then the bad foods because there's just not as much room. I actually also said, don't call them bad foods. So say the not so good foods or the, the sometimes foods. The more you focus on eating the really good for you foods and the always foods, the less you have room for the not so good, um, the sometimes foods, right? But you're also going to feel and look different and you're going to look back on the gradual changes. Like we never notice, we very rarely, I don't know, I've never felt from Monday to Tuesday, been like, wow, I'm in such a good mood. And I also lost 20 pounds and I also have clear skin and like, I have great energy. Everything's going great. It's usually gradual changes that we look back and are like, wow. I know for me, like one example is when I'm really in a rut of eating higher processed foods, like even, you know, protein bars, which we think, oh, but they're high protein or this, that, well, they're still highly processed. A lot of the time, if I'm in the habit of having a highly processed protein bar, every day, it seems very hard to switch that out and have an omelet. Little by little, if I just switch that, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start with an omelet. I could still have a protein bar later in the day if I want, but I'm going to do this for breakfast right now or overnight oats or something. We look back six months later, a year later, and I'm like, remember that time I just couldn't even stop eating protein bars every day? Like, it seems almost silly that, you know, that was us before because we've just made what seems like such slight changes since then. And maybe that snowballs other changes like Once you do start the day with whole clean foods rather than processed foods, it's easier to keep choosing that throughout the day. So getting that snowball rolling. All right. Like I said, you can get this list over at the transcriptions on my website, or you can email me and I will send you this outline if you would like, because it also has the citations on it. And uh, if not, if none of those things, (laughs) I just hope you have a great rest of your day. Next time we talk to each other, it's going to be November, which is crazy. So I would like to invite you to come join us in the Chasing Greatness group for November. It's going to be super fun. You get all the pre-recorded workout videos, the workout plan. We also do live workouts together. We always have fun trainings and freebies in the Facebook community and really helpful to have that support. Uh, in my opinion, through the holidays to keep us, you know, feeling good and motivated and all that jazz. All right, ladies, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time.